I'm Holly. And I'm Haley. Welcome to Mountain Mysteries, Tales from Appalachia. Get to it. Get to it. Go through it. Suck it to it. Yeah. Go, Holly. Go, Holly. Oh, yeah. You're doing Is that how you sit in the club? Listen, no. This is my club move. You ready for this? Yes. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Listen, I've been um, doing this thing now where I have found on... um, Are we on, actually? We sure are. Oh. (laughs) Recording. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all, oh, in the middle of hey our conversation. Y'all. Hello. Um, no, we're talking about um, our club dancing here. And I found on... Um, so I finally did the thing where um, I downloaded TikTok. I've heard the youngsters are doing that. It's fun. You should... It's addicting. Gotcha. But you should... You would enjoy it. The cleaning stuff, I think I would The cleaning it. stuff's really fun, but there's this new thing going around now where people are, like, posting um, aggressive dance moves to keep people away from you. <laughs> and, like, or, like... I don't need that. I just use my scent. And it's, like, a lot of punch dancing, a lot of, like, aggressive movements to keep people away. <laughs> or just, like, super awkward so, like, nobody will approach you. Easy. Done. So, which is me anytime I dance Same. in public. Um, so, yeah. That was my two cents for this week. I feel like this is why we instantly <laughs> at work became friends with each other. We were like, ah, oh, yes. We started both doing the dance, the keep away dance. Yes. We're like, oh my God, you know the keep away dance? You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Our hands were it's flailing. Like aggressively, like waving. <laughs> I just feel like that's just so intense. <laughs> I was like, please stay away from me. <laughs> well, um, don't have TikTok. You should download it. It's a really fun time. I, you know, TikTok used to be Musical.ly. I don't know if you know this. I do know this. And before then, it was Vine. Was it Vine? Vine was then? maybe its own thing. I, I Vine, was Vine was big was when its, I was in like high school. Yeah, I think that was its own thing. And then there's like Tumblr for like people who like write and different things. And yeah, like the like movie and TV show and book like fandoms. And, yeah, I just which I think is so fun. Like. Yeah. I think people think that people who are super, like, into that and whatever, like, are nerdy. And, I mean, they are, but I love it. I think be excited about things. That's the thing is you have to have an outlet. Yeah. You know? I mean. And, like, the Tumblr kids are, like, your creatives now, so. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's so much shit going on in the world. It's so nice to have something where you can have some positivity. Let so, people have their things. Exactly. Don't be a jackass. As long as you're not hurting anybody, go for it. Yeah, do what you want. It's super yeah. fun. Do what you want. It's super fun. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm finding a new thing on my charger here, and I'm just like, it has wings. So back to that talking about nerds. <laughs> I'm sitting across from one currently. Yes, I'm a very big Why does that nerd? have wings? I think it's where you wrap the cord up. Like you would take. Never the cord. noticed that in my life. I haven't either, but it makes a fun clicking noise. I'm probably you have to tell me to stop doing that while we're recording. 
I'm going to have to put my arms up to like keep you or you know what oh instead of the dancing to keep you away well if I just use a finger that might work <laughs> okay, that'll, that'll help her yeah. that'll tell yeah. her just just calm the blank down yeah no. you know I had a old co-worker and she was from like the country and you know I was working in the city and uh she was real country. Her name was Amber. She kind of always talked like this. She was super excited. She's very, very sweet. Um, but uh, she was our admin assistant. And she used to say, Calm your titties. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. I love that. I that said that a lot. She says it all the time. And she had gotten off the phone call with somebody. And she's like, And I told them he just needed to calm his titties. And I thought it was so funny. I nearly peed myself. So... To this day now, all I can hear is her in my head sometimes, you know, calm your titties. I say calm your tits a lot. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess this is a good time to tell you that um, my uh, pastor told me the other night we were hosting bar trivia that he was going to announce um, our podcast in the church bulletin. <laughs> I hope they know what they're getting into. I did tell him. He said, y'all aren't like explicit or anything. And I was like. I mean, we're not rated explicit, but it's murder. It's murder. And we, yeah. I say shit a lot. I know. I said we have our shits and dams, but. And clearly in this episode, we're talking about tits and boobs and nips and new-news and hoo-hahs. And, I mean, we didn't go there. But we didn't go there. We didn't go that low. I mean, we can if we need if you, to. <laughs> listen, if we have to, we can go there. But Oh, my gosh. Oh, great. So now uh, the congregation's going to listen. Yeah. Well, a lot of them do already. But I have to, like, explain because I go to a Baptist church that's... It's an odd Baptist. It's very progressive. It's very progressive, especially for the area that we're in. And, you know, I think I get approached by people who I wouldn't normally think would listen. And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I love your podcast. Like, I listen every week or... Like, oh, what are the, your favorite episodes? I want to listen. And I'm blown away really by the fun. random people. Like, the close people in my life, they don't listen. It's the people who, like, you know, I went to college with years ago who listen. Or, or you like, know, once removed. Once removed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's amazing to me, you know, my parents, friends, daughter. Like, you know, it's just, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. So, so yeah, welcome. Yeah. Baptists and other religions. Yes, we're open. I mean, <laughs> to anybody. welcome everybody. Yeah. This is not a closed podcast. We're very yeah. open about everything. A lot of things. <laughs> lot probably of, too much. Probably too many things, yeah, but here we are. Driving down the road saying, shut the hell up. I know. Okay. All right. So we are here for murder. We are sure you ready? Are. I am okay. very ready for murder. This time we are traveling to Kentucky. Kentucky is an area that I noticed... Um, in our podcast, we get a lot of listeners from, mm-hmm. and we've had several reach out to us from Kentucky. Yeah. So this one's for you guys. Um, we're going to July 3rd, 2015 in an area called Bardstown, Kentucky. So Bardstown is kind of in the middle of the state, um, a little bit more north. Um, population is under 14,000 people. So oh, wow. really That's small. small. Uh, it's an idyllic town. And it's got a beautiful Main Street. And in 2012, Destinations Marketing Association named it one of the best small towns in America. And this was on their Best of the Roads competition. So, yeah, it's quite the compliment. And makes you think, 
I don't know. When I'm picturing it in my head, I just think mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of older brick buildings, like beautiful yeah. flowers. And it just feels charming to me. Well, I have a feeling you're going to tell me a story that's going to crush that. Maybe. Okay. So this town really saw very little crime. Like it was a really safe place, great place to raise a family. And that's actually what Crystal Maria Rogers was doing. Um, she was the mother of five children. She had been born and raised in Bardstown. And she was currently living with her boyfriend, Brooks Huck, and her five children, which included the youngest, who was two years old. This was she and Brooks's child together. So the other four were um, from previous relationships. Okay. So on the night of July 2nd, the day before, uh, Brooks, Crystal, and their family were at home settling in for the night. Brooks was tired, and as he was getting ready to go to bed, he noticed that Crystal was playing games on her cell phone. Um, Exhausted, he went to sleep, and the next morning when he woke up, Crystal wasn't there, Hmm. which was odd. Um, He looked outside and found that her car wasn't in the driveway, so he was like, well... Maybe she went somewhere. This is strange. Okay, well, whatever. Maybe grocery store. Who knows? Um, During that day, her kids and other family members tried repeatedly to call her and never got an answer, which was very much unlike her. Mm -hmm. She always called back. And her mother, Sherry Ballard, became very worried. And after two days of not hearing from her, her mom went to the police and uh, filed a missing persons report. Crystal's 2007 Chevy was found at mile marker 14 off the Bluegrass Parkway. Sounds fun. Not the car, but the Bluegrass Parkway. Does. Feels musical. Does sound musical. Yeah, does. The car had a flat tire and was parked by the side of the road. Inside the car was Crystal's purse, her cell phone, and the keys, which were still in the ignition. Weird. Right? Crystal was nowhere to be seen. Like, nowhere to be found. I don't like it. I don't either. So volunteers started searching the area. They had vigils, um, hoping for Crystal's safe return. You know, what is going on? And so many things go through your head like did she plan to run away you know was Mm -hmm. this because some people do that was she a person of circumstance you know something happened she had a flat tire and somebody said oh i can help you and then they hurt her you know you think about these kinds of things Mm -hmm. so there was a six-figure monetary reward for her safe return yeah So, like I said, theories started to run rampant. I'm sure. And police began to look closer at their number one suspect. Like, who would you look at first? It's always the husband. Always the husband. Or in this case, the boyfriend. Exactly. Um, He denied any involvement. But again, he was the last person to see her, which made it a, a little like, hmm, okay. They, they have to examine that. They have yeah. to look at him closer. Yeah. I mean, they have to. Exactly. It's just natural. So, something to note. Several days before Crystal went missing, she was getting ready to start a new job. Um, and she was talking with her younger sister and telling her sister that she was actually going to leave Brooks. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, and there was never any domestic violence or anything like that, um, but that she was just unhappy. She kind of wanted a fresh start. So her sister stated that this was going to be the plan. Hmm. Um, but really, there were no clear leads and nothing that really focused on Brooks. Oh, so the plan was going to be that she was going to like fake a disappearance? or mm, Well, no, that she was just going to move out of their home. Oh, okay, him. that she was going to leave. Right, right, right. Not leave like... Like this yeah, way. Correct, gotcha. correct. Yes. Um, so the family pleaded with the public on... TV, you know, please bring her home. And the family tried very hard to keep hope alive. Mm. Crystal's mom and the rest of the family suspected Brooks. As did the police for a while, but again, there was just nothing concrete to be able to charge him with anything. And he, the whole time, is like, no, I'm innocent, you know? Mm -hmm. So her parents diligently searched for her. And her father actually decided, you know what? I'm not going to wait on the police to investigate this. I'm going to do some of the digging myself. Yeah. So her father started to investigate this. Her dad's name was Tommy. And he never gave up hope. He's like, you know, I'm if I have to go piece by piece by piece of evidence, I'm going to find what happened to my daughter. So he had collected a box that he kept in their house that he never showed to the police of evidence that he had gotten through his own investigation. I wonder why he didn't show it to the police, though. I think that there was concern about what they would do with it. Like, mm, you know, so maybe he wanted to, to wait yeah. until it was like the right time kind of thing. I don't know. But I will tell you that 16 months later, November of 2016, Tommy, her dad, um, was out on the family property with his 12-year-old grandson hunting. When the 12-year-old grandson went back to get something, and Tommy was shot and killed. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Wait. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Wait. Yes. Wait. <laughs> Should I do some kind of defensive stance? <laughs> oh, no. okay. I'm just like really stressed out now. He was shot with a single gunshot wound to the chest, which first off, you would think, okay, he's alone in the woods. He killed himself. Maybe the pressure got to him. <sighs> However, his gun had never been fired. And if you're hunting, that's a long gun usually. That's a shotgun. And which, like that angle just does not work. No, it does not. I'm trying to make it work, and it doesn't work. She's trying to do this with her hands, and it is not. It's not. No. I mean, if, maybe if you, like, stood the gun up in a, like, between two rocks and, like, jumped Most over Most people with a shotgun. You do their feet. Right. Yeah. But it's usually, like, a head. A head injury. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not usually a chest because no. it's very difficult to do. So very quickly, police ruled out, okay, it wasn't his gun. It was not suicide. It wasn't the grandson, obviously. This felt targeted. I mean, yeah. Sherry felt that her daughter's disappearance and her husband's death were connected and were not accidents. Poor Sherry. She felt they were related. So the morning that Sherry filed that missing person report, she happened to see Brooks in the police parking lot. 
Okay. So she stopped him and she came up to him. So we're going back a year here. Okay. She stops him and she comes at, back and she says, do you know anything about where, where Crystal might be? You know, because she felt like Crystal would just never leave her kids. Right. You know, she loved those kids. She was attached to them. And he said no, um, but he did indicate that the two had had a fight the night prior. And he stated that the fight was that Crystal felt that he treated their two-year-old son that they had together better than her four children Mm. and differently. And he acknowledged, like, yeah, I probably did. So, going back to the dad, in the weeks leading up to the dad's death, he was being followed, actively followed. And the police was telling... The dad was being followed? The dad was being followed. Now, remember, her father was on the hunt for any kind of evidence he could get. He had this weird box situation going on. Weird box situation, and it felt like he was on the cusp of unraveling something. Okay. Now, the police told him, if you're being followed, you need to really take precautions. You need to be really careful. Be careful what you say in the media. Like, really heed the warning. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he was just not about to give up. Right. And then ultimately, he was shot and killed. That's crazy. Now, something to note here. Her boyfriend, Brooks, he had a brother named Nick who was on the police force. (sighs) When Brooks went in to take the polygraph, in the middle of it, Nick calls and advises Brooks not to speak with them. I don't like it. That doesn't feel good. doesn't feel good. Nick was ultimately fired. From the police department. Now, the FBI got involved in this case in 2020. So this is... Oh, so this is like recent. Five years later. Yeah. Yeah, So five years, the FBI suddenly gets involved. And they were wondering if this case was actually connected with several other murders that happened in Bardstown. Now, remember, I told you that um, Bardstown was a really safe area. Yeah, what happened to, like, best small town here? Now we've got, like, murder capital of Kentucky. Kentucky, I know. And um, if you are curious about some of the other murders, I cover one of the episodes in an upcoming Patreon. Oh, So if you want to be a member, you can hear that episode as well. Anyway, just a quick little plug. Um, So FBI gets involved, and they start taking a closer look at Brooks. They even provide a warrant to search a never-looked-at storage unit that was held by Crystal. Why did they never look at the storage unit? I have literally no idea. Maybe they thought, well, it was hers. You know, it could just be, like, pictures of her kids. Like, maybe there's really nothing in it. Yeah, but, like, check the storage unit, man. I think so, too. If anything, God, you don't know there could be a body in there. You don't know what, like, who knows? Some kind of evidence. But, like, if she was married, or no, she wasn't married to this guy. But, like, if she, you know, they had a kid together, I'm sure he knew where her storage locker key was. Right. Right. I feel like that's pretty early in the relationship. <laughs> like, here's my story. you have a kid with somebody, you should be like, hey, here's some storage locker. I didn't do that, darn. Bummer. I had the kid, but not the storage not locker. Storage locker. Darn it. Darn it. We missed out on something. Man. Could have been, could have been so beautiful. Could have been. Um, <laughs> so, 
FBI started looking through the storage unit and they came out with a giant box of what they had labeled evidence. What was in it, no one really knows. Um, but the day that the FBI got involved, which was in July of 2020, human remains were discovered by kayakers who were at this point where um, they would put their kayaks into the water. Mm -hmm. And quickly, um, they took the human remains and they sent them to the FBI lab in Louisville to, or Louisville? Louisville. Louisville. There you go. To um, have them analyzed. Initially off the cuff, the information coming back out was that this was the body of a female. A female between the ages of 24 and 82. That's a gigantic <laughs> gap. Well, it's probably if you were looking at my bones, I'd be like, eh, anywhere between 124 and 112. We're leaning towards 82. Yeah. It's probably closer to 82. Yeah. And then it comes back. It's like, oh, she's 24. That is a giant leap. That's, that's insane, your grandma though. or, you know, your club goer. Like, I mean, that's in anything in between. Like, what the heck? Why so, such a big range, I wonder? I don't know. That's wild. You would think like dental would be able to like narrow that down. I don't know what kind of remains they found, you know? And I can't say I'm a DNA expert, even though I pretend to be. I'm, I mean, not. I'm definitely not. I am not. Um, so that being said, um, they had to wait a little bit longer to determine who exactly this individual was. But a lot of people were thinking, oh my gosh, this is Crystal. They found her. I mean, these poor kayakers, they were just trying to, you know, paddle and... Just get in the water. Like, why? It's a dead body. Okay. See? See? This is why I don't kayak. This is why I don't run. Yep. This is why I really don't exercise. A lot of dead bodies involved. I, I can't do it. I, now, gym, sure. Yeah. Um, outdoor hikes, I try and stay away from. Me just stay in out the, of woods. the woods. Just, just stay out of the woods. No good woods? comes from this. I think we've said this a lot in the podcast, you know, but... Don't go in the woods, people. Like Come at least, now. I mean, especially alone. Go with group. If you insist on going into the woods, I don't. No, thank you. <laughs> um, so by November of 2020, so we're talking about about four months later. Okay. DNA testing revealed that the remains were not those of Crystal Who Rogers. Who the hell are they? And as of August of 2021, in my research, there has never been any kind of declaration or statement as to who those remains belong it's to. Some 24 to 82 year old, I guess. I, exactly. So you, me, my grandma, who we don't knows? Know. Actually, I think my grandma's 85, so she's out. Mine's 70. And she's alive, 70? so no. I mean, uh, she is. Mine's also alive. So. Yeah. So and so um, are we. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, we're not ghosts yet. That's yet. next episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, they have no idea, but it's not Crystal. So the real question is, what happened to Crystal? Well, Crystal's mother was fighting really hard to um, have like some visitation and be able to see her grandchild, the child mm -hmm. that she had with Brooks, who was two at the time. Um, and in February of 2021, so this February, she actually lost that battle when a judge decided that it was too traumatic for the child since Sherry and her family really had a lot of negative feelings towards Brooks. I mean, they thought that I mean, he yeah. did something sinister. Um, so the judge was like, no, you're you're not able to see him, which is just That's another really pushing sad. blow. You know? Yeah. 
Um, Like them and for the kid, I mean. Exactly. But I will tell you, um, there was something that happened in just recently um, that involved Brooks, his brother Nick, and their mother's property or grandmother's property. I'm not really sure. They had served a search warrant uh, Mm. to search that area, and I believe they came out of the house with another box of evidence. So there are things moving in this case. And listen... I am not going to say anybody is guilty of anything. There's nobody. We don't really know. But it is pretty fishy. It is odd. And it seems like the FBI and the police are kind of leaning a certain direction. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, everybody gets the benefit of the doubt. So, who knows? So, if you all are really interested in hearing a little bit more on... Not necessarily this case, but something that it could be involved. Listen to our Patreon episode that involves the murder of a Bardstown police officer. Ooh. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. So, I mean, not fun, but... Well... <laughs> you know what I mean. So, and for $5 a month to yeah. become a member, like, just at our basic, you can listen to it. So, yeah. Just throwing Definitely. that out. All right. Well, that's the end of my story um, from Kentucky. This was a interesting one. That one was crazy. Was yeah, I was never hoping there was a before. resolution there, and there's not. I, but I feel like one is coming it's soon. Coming. You know, we're just sort of waiting for that. Yeah. I think um, so. so let me give a shout out. Um, yeah. I'm gonna shout out, and I love this Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, Oklahoma's beautiful country. It really is. Love it. Yeah. Haley, how can they get a hold of us? Should they wish to? If you feel so inclined, you may uh, send us an email at mountainmysteries.appalachian at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Mountain Mysteries Tales from Appalachia. Find us on Instagram at mountainmysteries.appalachia. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash mountainmysteries. That's right. It's getting to be a mouthful. Every I know. I feel like we're adding more and more. I know. I'm like, like check out crazy. Holly at her TikTok. <laughs> I know. We're going to become TikTok famous. Stay away. That's our next, our next I, endeavor. I don't even know how to use the TikTok. Listen, I'll teach you. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Fine. Well, that's maybe next week we'll hear the update about my TikTok status. Yes. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good week, you guys. Bye. Bye.